working. It's working. Oh, beautiful. This is hot. Now we actually get ready. A little context. Oh, God. I needed my phone for this. Um, a little context. <laughs> I'll give a little context while he's doing that. We've have been trying to start recording. It's been an hour and past. twenty. Well, to be fair, we weren't trying for the full hour and twenty. We tried at like twelve. Yeah, so like we, twenty minutes it, ago. So it's been like twenty minutes, and yeah. it just wasn't working. And we had a bunch of panic attacks, and Brandon started screaming. I and didn't scream. It was a whole. It, it was, was a really it, manly it, scream. <laughs> I know. Sure. Uh, it's your own definition of masculinity oh i love that right and you know it was a whole shebang the whole schmuck 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 but we're here welcome back it feels like it's been forever oh wait maybe we should welcome back to yellow fever i'm chloe and i'm brandon anyway this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything including our mishaps and mess ups with recording exactly it's just super casual and that's just yeah yeah um It feels like it's been forever since we recorded, but it's I, it's only been a yeah, week. Yeah, because the thing is, when I came here, I, I didn't realize that we recorded last week, and I was like, oh, it's been like three weeks since we recorded. No, we recorded last week. But it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel that way. Um, really briefly, we started school in two days. Yay! Which is, I think, fun. might be the latest out of like any other school system. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, we, normally we would have started school like last week and like yeah. sometime during the last seven days, but yeah. COVID. <laughs> COVID. COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let me give a little context to what we're talking about today. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about something called imposter syndrome. And if you don't know what it is, it's fine. I, we'll didn't, get know into what it it, I didn't know what it was either. So, So, basically, I, I have like, I have an Instagram close friend story. You do. And it's not necessarily like for me to like spill my guts, but like. It's just like for me to like chill and like chill and talk and post whatever. Like I want. more casual. More it's casual. not like yeah. It's, there's not like nothing like super private on there, so like anybody could really be on it. Yeah. But there was one night where I sat in my backyard because I found out that I have outlets in my backyard, so I can do work back there. That's such a like a blessing. Right? At like eleven thirty p.m. with like crickets chirping and like one light on in the entire. Chloe's painting her like... nails. Okay. <laughs> Let me just. Wait, why are you painting your nails? Because. Two days ago, I painted. I was gonna paint my nails that night because my nails were. I just wanted to, but then I only painted my right hand because it was late and I had work the next day. So. Oh, so you painted them here. So no, no, no. So then I had my right. I've had my right hand painted, and I was supposed to paint it yesterday, but I didn't because we played Valorant. So I, huh. then I didn't get to, and yeah. it's been like three days with only having one hand painted, and people kept looking at me like I was crazy. Like when I got my hair cut, the lady that was working the desk, she kind of just <laughs> stared at my hand. It's like interesting. Uh, and then, yeah. 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 Well. So, thanks for announcing that. You're welcome. Thanks for announcing that. Yeah. I was trying to make it as casual as possible without trying to bring it up, but... But, like, thanks. we have to be transparent. Trans- well... We have to talk about anything and everything Well, yes, we're doing. I am painting my left hand right now. And yeah. one finger on my right hand that chipped. Ooh. Chips, like nail polish chips. Oh. Why'd you say that? Like it, like, it was, like, death. Like, oof. Sorry for you. I mean... It is death once you chip your nails. Oh my god! What, my, 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 my 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 nail like my thumbnail look at my thumbnail is peeling look at, off of the look at my bed. thumbnail. What is look it at how look at how short it broke. Ouch! It was. Did it hurt? It didn't hurt, but because like my nails are always like past my fingers. Right. When it broke, it was really sensitive. Ah! 
it was really sensitive so whenever i touch like hot clothing and stuff at, at my job it would hurt right because like the skin's so sensitive so because i never ow, use the skin ow i know uh, i have a really bad calf cramp Woo! i got one yesterday yeah. and he's been crying during, about it all during morning. uh during practice and then I literally cried. I like. It was funny because like as soon as I got it, I immediately dropped to the floor, which I guess is like normal. Normal. Because it's a and then cramp. and then like one of my teammates just comes and like starts pushing my like starts stretching yeah, yeah, it immediately, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that felt so good. Yeah. And then I had to sit out for like thirty minutes, and then I come home. You should and then, um. You should take an Epsom salt. So what is that? Epsom Epsom. It's like um bath salts. You like you know like the salts that you put in the bath. Isn't bath salts like a drug? Uh, maybe. Can't you sniff bath salts? Well, this is like Epsom salts. Uh, so this is this is also not related. <laughs> um, yeah. No. But, anyways, um, going back to what you were saying. Going back to oh, close right. friends, close friends story. Oh, so I just like like talking on there, and like I basically it's basically like a second way. mini podcast. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, like whatever pops up into your yeah. head that you want to talk about. Yeah. But this today, what we're talking about has been on the we've been wanting to talk about for a while. We like skipped it <laughs> because of I don't know I think other things got in the way. Yeah. But um, imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? What is imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome. This is straight from Google, by the way. Imposter imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. And another, another, and another definition says, true imposter feelings involve self-doubt, uncertainty about your talents and abilities, and a sense of unworthiness that doesn't align with what others think about you. In short, you think you fooled others into believing you are someone you aren't. So, mm-hmm. that ties into a lot of things. Yeah. And I think we first start with the academic aspect of it. I agree. Because... Um, I mean, it's we're a, students. It's big. We're students. Yeah, it's, it it's, makes it's, up more than half of our life right now. Yeah, and we're going back to school soon, and the difference between like um, I guess the feeling of academic achievement right. in an online curriculum versus in person is very different. Yeah, and like. especially because um, the academic environment in our school is so toxic and yeah. competitive. I, yeah, it's very toxic. Then it's like sort it. of like. It's sort of like nothing you do, like nothing you, nothing you do ever feels good enough because yeah. there are always people who one will either shut you down out of jealousy or out of, I don't know, just being a bitch yeah. or just people seem like they're doing things better mm-hmm. because it's they're so the, high achieving. It's like the overachieving mentality yeah. where you always feel like you have to do more and yeah. more and more and it's kind of just like an, a never ending loop. Yeah. So it, it, like, especially because like we have like these ways of measuring academic success like gpas yeah and like standardized test scores which i think and, is stupid yeah. i really don't think that a numerical value or any sort of like strict um data set can really define intelligence in yeah i mean intelligence is really it's so multifaceted that it doesn't really make sense to just say yeah. oh you have a 3.7 gp you have a, a 3.2 gpa uh, I have a 3.8. We also don't do the 4.0 scale, but this is just know, an example. Yeah. But recently I've thought about it a lot because when it comes to like applying to colleges and stuff, the main numbers they see are your GPA, SAT, SAT, ACT, ACT scores, 
and exams. It, uh, other standardized exams. And it's all numerical. It's that all is like, like, even if like as much as you don't want it to, you as much as you don't want to use it to compare students, you use it to compare students. Yeah. Because someone with a eleven hundred SAT obviously does not seem as like on paper does not seem as quote unquote successful as someone who got like a fourteen hundred yeah. or fifth or a fifteen hundred, yeah. and. Then, then it sort of feels like, especially because in our school, like we have that sort of mentality where everybody is aiming for like the high fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds. Yeah. Then when you when you sort of like compare yourself to them and like you you see yourself falling either like below it or just or getting not a perfect score, then then immediately like there is like self doubt, like oh maybe I didn't like one I didn't work hard enough or I am not smart enough or stuff like that, and that can be really bad mentally. Yeah. yeah and i feel like um like you said with our school i feel like um it's gotten to the point where for a lot of students the goal isn't to do their best or to kind of do what they need to do for themselves but it's more to reach like some sort of state of perfection and to reach be better um, than everyone else yeah and to kind of blend in with the standard yeah with like the never-ending um standard of just being better yeah and I that's guess. when like and that's when school starts to like not become a learning environment and it's just, a just like and just the competition right like I, there are times where i feel like i'm not going to school to learn but just to mm-hmm. be better than everybody else yeah. so that i can learn later but like every every form of education you get should be learned like you should be learning from it yeah but like it doesn't feel like in our school um it just feels like we're competing to be the top but then like the numbers don't necessarily yeah. define what we learn either. It's like you're not learning you're not learning everything that you're learning to actually um I guess immerse yourself in the subject or whatever you're um taking, but it's more you're learning just to throw it all out onto a test. Yeah. And then it's gone. Yeah. And it has no other significance besides that. Like people will say, um even teachers will say you should take this ap class and this ab class and this ap class and forget this class because it's not ap and the subject doesn't matter yeah but you should take an ap class that you don't care about at all but looks good for college because it's this class Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so the significance doesn't really lie or it doesn't really like coincide with your interest but it's more about like the standards that people hold like um if you want to be a writer your guidance counselor might say, okay, cool, but you should take AP physics if you want to get into college. Yeah, it, like, looks good. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it, it doesn't even, like, your own self-interest don't really matter as yeah. much anymore, which is And that's kind of, kind like, of that's kind stupid. of, like, how a lot of, like, the the whole academic validation thing mm-hmm. is a thing. A lot, of, a lot of people I've seen on social media or whatever talk about how they care more about academic validation than sort of any other validation. Yeah. And that's not good because then you're using these numbers like whether or not you score well on a test or whether or not you pass the class with flying colors like they like they'll use that as sort of like their metric of being like okay like am i valid enough like yeah like they won't like there's no like measuring of like they measure their self-worth based on what they score or like a or like some number that they get at the end of the year and i think that that's really that's a really toxic mindset to have i mean i used to have a huge problem with academic validation because like i think i've probably like brought this up on on like older episodes because like my parents never cared about my grades where like um start even starting in elementary school middle school they never really cared about they never asked about report cards they never asked about parent teacher conferences or tests or grades or transcripts or whatever they never really cared about it 
Um, which at first, you know, I thought, oh, this is a blessing in disguise. If I um, get a, a 70 on a test, no one will care. Yeah. But I, I still, I, there was still that feeling of validation that was kind of missing where, yeah. you know, I would do well on tests and I would get good grades, but there would be no, um, like it wouldn't elicit any response from my parents. So it kind of sucked because then I would kind of try to like feed off of any sort of validation that i got from teachers or like the people around me that would take note of it and then it was kind of just from there it was just me with the overachieving mentality just trying to like get something out of it like get some sort of response and then i stopped caring i mean like not about school like i still have like the same mentality but it's more for myself than for like any sort of response just because i learned that um it doesn't really like that sort of mentality wasn't doing anything for myself and it wasn't going to do anything in terms of the responses that i was going going to get so i kind of just let it go and yeah kind of building off what you said like there's sort of like also that other side the problem with the other side where your parents care Mm -hmm. too much about your grades personally i I wouldn't say my parents care too much but they care a lot about like like, how i they're very involved in my academic life and my education and then it like then it feels like there's sort of like this pressure on you it's overbearing. where it feels like yeah it's overbearing and then you start like then you start becoming an overachiever it just and and like in the end it's sort of like the narrative kind of shifts where you're sort of not doing things for yourself but rather for your parents yeah just because you want that academic validation where they're like oh my god you got 100 on the test good job and then you and then you sort of like feed off of that and then you sort of keep doing what you're doing and i think that even like in our and even even among the student body like there's like a huge thing of like academic validation mm-hmm. where um since you're always striving to be better than other people you kind of like ew sorry this is like this is like old gum <laughs> but um the like even with other people you're sort of like there's like this fear of failing because like immediately you want to like well because i will say like every person in our school performs above average yeah because everybody in our school like you're in our school for a reason yeah right so like everybody is smart like that's that's just how it is but then like because we have that like mentality so drilled in like if you fail you're immediately subject to judgment yeah and then that's not that that's academic invalidation yeah, which, like, which makes you not if you have because i feel like everyone has different standards for themselves whether it's for school it's for work it's for um your health everyone has different standards for themselves and let's say one person would consider like getting a b or like an 80 or something like to be very good for themselves which you know is amazing you know as long as you're meeting your own standards then that's perfectly fine try your best but then someone else would see that someone else with i guess higher expectations for themselves would look at that and they would judge you and say you an 80 i'm sorry yikes it's kind of just i don't like i don't really know how to word it because i mean yeah you have different standards so i mean no one can blame you for that but at the same time you shouldn't really be projecting your standards yeah yeah like even if even if the people around you have the same standards as you for themselves you shouldn't really project that onto others because you wouldn't really know that and then there's also that sort of like okay like say with the same student that scores an 80 and then the other student scores like an 80 or a b or whatever the equivalent is and then the other student scores like an a plus or like a 99 right then the student then the then the student with a 99 sometimes could be like 
Oh, you had an 80? That's so good. But I only got a 99, and that's so bad. Like, I and missed then, one question. No, I missed one point. And then, like, then it becomes, like, oh, like, shut the fuck up. Like, like so, and then that fosters, like, the whole um, toxic school environment that everyone dreads yeah. when they go to school every morning. And, like, as, as much as, I mean, no one really, no one can blame anyone for wanting academic validation, because that's just. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, seek I mean, it all the time. I mean, that's just the way our the world works i mean we we seek validation where, wherever we go we want to yeah. be recognized for the things that we do um that's kind of inev- inevitable but at the same time i feel like it kind of worsens the mentality for others while you're doing that yeah and, you know it's not you, you can't control that like if right. you're gonna you're gonna eventually tr- do something to try to seek out like compliments about your grades or your appearance or whatever but doing that is gonna kind of it can affect others very negatively as well and i feel like you just kind of have to be a little people just have to be more aware yeah for sure and i think that like a big part of that is because we're so academically oriented especially on like the east coast or in new york city if you like many students in other states or uh, there are people that i know who don't live in new york who have like who don't necessarily rely on their academics to get them through life. You know, yeah. like some people have like sports or to, like they like, have like family businesses yeah. that they're going to take or on. they have, or they have like, they can, they can rely on sports. So then they don't feel like that immense pressure to do well in school. But in our school, like students, very, very few students are getting recruited for college sports. Yeah. Very few students are like, there's such like a, uh, it's What's kind of like tunnel vision tunnel yeah there's it's such like a there's like one pathway and it, yeah. it feels like there's only one way to success you and that like do well in high school you get into a good college good grades you major in business and then you become an entrepreneur yeah that's basic that's essentially what i would say that's what a good majority of the people yeah strive for yeah if you're not doing like a pre-professional thing yeah then you know major in business entrepreneur make money yeah that's it it's really like if you're gonna try to attain a goal that doesn't really involve college or you know any sort of undergrad or postgrad right. type of thing, then you know you're immediately judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not not immediately judged by like the people around you, but in the eyes of like the standards of our society and everything, you're essentially kind of it's like what are you doing? Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that, like, a big part is that it also, like, is not only an academic thing either. Mm -hmm. Like, imposter syndrome relates to people more on, like, a personal or mental health level as well. And, like, a big thing that I can relate to is just the whole idea of, like, that the the fat mentality. Yeah. Where, like, if in the past you were... I mean, in the past I was bullied for my weight or, like, the way that I looked, the way that I just put myself together. And that as like a like especially when your mind is like when your brain is developing and you're like going through puberty and like middle school is like the Mm -hmm. primary time where people go through puberty and like they're growing and then being constantly told that like oh you're not skinny enough or you're not good enough or stuff like that that kind of like stays in the back of your head and then that drives your that 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 drives your self-esteem down to like a like to really low really low and then you sort of have that mentality in your head for the rest of your life right no not the rest of your life but like for a really long time and then sort of when you get past that and you like quote-unquote get skinny or lose weight then people will start complimenting you but then those compliments 
won't like mean anything if that makes sense no that makes sense because like because like if you had been called fat and ugly you're like for a good three four years of your life it's kind of engraved in your mind yeah and then it, it sort of feels like in the back of your mind I'll be like if someone were to compliment me i would be like oh you're being like sarcastic like you're being be- bitchy. Yeah, yeah yeah um or like you don't actually mean it and that's sort of like a huge part of like imposter syndrome is just that like that whole self-doubt type of thing and i think that even going past like your weight i think that like if you're bullied for pretty much anything yeah then then you sort of like have that idea of self-doubt like you have you have so much self-doubt and then you just never feel good enough and then you sort of just are engraved with that mentality that you'll never be good enough and what's even worse is i guess social media and the way that that plays into this just because of kind of the all the um beauty standards and all the physical standards that it really perpetuates especially onto the younger generations like even younger than us because i feel like a lot of kids like 10 years old 9 years old 11 years old they're all growing up on ipad pros and iphones and everything and with tiktok and instagram already in elementary school and they're kind of growing up with these beauty standards in their mind like girls have to have like a, a seven inch waist and uh you have to be super skinny and guys have to be tall and have broad shoulders but can't also be too built and you know and it's like yeah it's all these different standards and um if you're not that because i mean realistically you can't be everything you can't no, yeah. like you can't not everyone can be tall not everyone can have this body type not everyone can have blonde hair and blue eyes like it's not just yeah. it's just not gonna happen sometimes and I guess that can foster the same type of mentality for a lot of people. And because of, I guess, the limited, like the limits that it presents people with, in some cases, it just can't go away. Like if you lose weight and you're stuck with that mindset, that's one thing. But then if you, if you want to be five inches taller, but you never grow, that's Mm -hmm. that's not going to go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is just like, it's like the way it's really important to like because because imposter syndrome i'm not gonna say it's all in your head but it is a personal struggle like it's not like yeah like people don't look at you and be like oh you have imposter syndrome and i think that feeds a lot into like caring too much about what other people think yeah or sort of like not or like just caring too much about the world around you rather than just like focusing on yourself and i think that like going back to like the whole fat mentality thing like like you'll never look in the mirror the same again yeah like you're always gonna have that in in, like subconsciously in the back of your head in the back of my head sorry i'll speak for myself but subconsciously in the back of my head i'll always be like oh like 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 there are times where i will be like yeah you were still like that same bigger chubbier kid that you were Mm -hmm. like four three four years ago and like that sort of just never goes away but then like i don't really know how you get past it either i mean i don't know i mean over quarantine i was super insecure about my body because of tiktok because i was like when tiktok was starting to grow before it was at its height and everything and then like the whole body standards and you see like all these like big tiktokers that are all of a sudden like growing out of nowhere and there are all these like tall slender white blonde girls and everything and then you see like their tall fit lean like white boyfriends and everything and then you see those standards and you compare it to yourself yeah because i mean for a lot of people inevitably you're gonna look at them and then look at yourself and like just compare and just pick out the differences and you know and then you wonder is that why these people are so successful 
Yeah. Like, if I don't have those things, then am I, does everyone see me the way that I see myself? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't really know how you get past it either because, I mean, those images are never going to go away. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, as much as we can be hopeful, I don't really think that the standards, like the beauty standards, any sort all of the standards, the academic standards, I don't think any of it is really going to get better or at least right. for a really long time just because of how um, deeply rooted they are yeah. into oh my God, yes. our society. I think that like one thing that I can't speak upon is probably like self-acceptance and probably just sort of like coming to terms with um, who you are as a person and just being like, okay, like I am good enough or like I am just, just being like I am good enough for myself and, good, and as soon as like as soon as you start thinking that, that kind of helps with the whole like self doubt, like oh I'll never be good enough, or nothing I do will ever be good enough. I think I think it's just a big mentality thing, and I think that like once you get past that, and I will say that like yes, social media doesn't portray the image that like everybody's beautiful in their own way nearly enough as it should. Mm-hmm. But, but it is I, getting better. It, it is it is getting better, but it it's also like better. it is also something that like you can't just hear it from other people. Yeah, you have to like believe it for yourself because if you're constantly like i could sit here and tell you right now you are perfect the way you are and no one would take that seriously exactly no one's gonna be like like you hear because things you hear those messages in like alessia cara songs or on nick jr or on the radio or whatever like you hear like those like body positive messages the very like overly optimistic messages saying like oh be who you are this and that and you know they're nice like the effort is there yeah, but at the same it's a good time, message. But at the same time, most people aren't going to take that seriously. It requires like, two sides. Because it's quote-unquote corny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it requires the person... It requires yourself to just sort of take in that message and actually, like, act upon the message and, like, come to terms with the message. Because for me personally, as soon as I... um, As soon as I kind of, like, realized who I am as a person and sort of just accepted that, like this is like the best version of myself or like I'm working to be the best version of myself that I can be. That's Mm -hmm. all that I really, that's all that you can really ask for. Yeah. Because for me personally, it's like, okay, yeah, you see all of these super attractive models, whether it's like, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet or like, yeah. Or, um, Vinnie Hacker or like just that in general, you like, we're all our own different people. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, not, there's no one, there's, no two people are built the exact same. And I think that, like, yes, you can find... A, like, I guess you can be like, oh, like, this person's attractive. But then, like, attract uh, being attractive, there isn't a set standard of what it is to be attractive. Mm-hmm. Or there shouldn't be. Yeah. There shouldn't be. Because it is different for every people. And I think that, like, perfection is so, like, so subjective. And I know that sounds yeah. so No, corny, it is. No, but it, but, like, it is subjective. It is like, so subjective. You know, people can have little to nothing and say oh my life is perfect i'm exactly where i want to be exactly but then there's other people who feel like they'll never reach where they want to be in life just because of how much they want to do and yeah. in a little um bit of time yeah yeah and i think that like just going back to the whole like caring too much about what other people think or like letting external influences influence you too much that sort of goes into the whole overthinking thing because then you Cause then you sort of like nitpick out every single yeah. little thing that either, whether it's like a mannerism or what you say 
or how you dress you sort of overthink every single little thing yeah or or overthink every single little thing that someone else says to you and you sort of like take it way out of context or blow it way out of proportion and then you just like then you dwell on it for so long and mentally that just continues to bring you down because then you're putting yourself in a really bad position to be like okay maybe what they said like doesn't really maybe like or or like this is so hard to phrase no, it's no, so no, hard to word properly because it, there's just there's so many things that come with it, like the overthinking the doubting the questioning and everything and um give me a second <laughs> she's charging my phone his broken phone um crap what was i saying overthinking yeah and you know especially with the past year and a half um you know with being home all day every day for god knows how long for different people all you can do is just think like you're just in your head yeah and that's what make it makes it worse and for me i feel like i've gotten better with that a lot recently just because i've been able to keep myself busy with things that keep me happy mm-hmm. which yes. is something that i think like because is for the longest period of time i just didn't know how to stop doing that like i didn't know how to like get out of my head even if i was like going out and hanging out with friends and stuff you know it was still kind of just inevitable for me yeah and then i started working and then i started you know preoccupying myself with you know things that i like to do and i you know i became like more productive and everything and immediately i i stopped caring like i didn't stop caring but you know school stuff and everything stopped bothering me as much yeah like i got my like you know like test scores this and that like i i used to things that i used to nitpick and kind of become very anal over i kind of just settled down a little bit yeah and like those things start to devalue because like going back to what chloe said like it's sort of you sort of realize that there's so much more to life than, mm-hmm. than whatever it is that that's you're what i mean at. like i look at this test court and you know originally i would have said oh crap what the fuck was i doing i gotta retake this like 20 more times right but now i'll look at it and i'll say well yeah but I'm happy right now. I'm working. Exactly. I love it. There's we so much more to life. We start school soon so we can see people again, which is one good part of it. Yeah. And, you know, besides this one little thing, everything else is going great for me. So I'm not going to overthink this one little thing because I have all of these other things that, that I can look forward to this week. Yeah. And the next week and the week after that. And you kind of, you choose what to highlight. You choose what to focus on. And then that's really what allows you to kind of get past these little things that you would originally overthink. Right. A lot. That makes sense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if I was wording it. Like now, weirdly. Do you have any advice for someone who has quote-unquote imposter syndrome, or someone who is constantly self-doubting themselves, or overthinking, or overachieving, or literally Um, everything about imposter syndrome? I would say one of the first things is like the same thing that almost anyone would say, but you kind of just have to spend time with yourself. Yep. I feel like you have to dedicate a lot of time and and not, this isn't like, yeah, self-care and stuff, obviously, but also just spend time with yourself, you know, delete social media. Do things for yourself. That's why, yeah, like delete social media, do things like get rid of all of the negative influences in your life that kind of perpetuate all of these bad things onto you and onto your mind and everything. And I would also say from based on my personal experience try to do something like try to get into a routine that makes you happy like if you want to start working go work if you have school start like putting more energy and time into that do things that would make have you have more structure yeah like have a more structured i guess um life 
Well, I don't want to say schedule because that's like that yeah, seems yeah. too yeah, yeah. too school oriented. But just have more structure that also incorporates things that you enjoy doing. Yes. Because when you when you're busy with things that you enjoy doing, you look forward to those things every day. And you know when you're kind of presented with these small little negative things, you'll see them, but like, you won't like, dwell on them. Yeah, exactly. Because you you'll look at them and you say, okay, fine, I have this, but. You know, I get to go to school later today and then I get to go see friends and then I get to go to work and then I get to get food with friends, you know, and you have all these other things that kind of outweigh the negative influence of whatever problems you come into contact with. And I think that that's great. Yeah, no, just building on that, like it is so important what I've realized over the course of the summer. It is it is so important to dedicate some portion of your day to just literally relaxing mm-hmm. because yeah like yes you're relaxing when you're sleeping but you need some time throughout the day to sort of just sit down and be like okay let me take like a 15 to 30 minute break and just lay in bed or be on my phone or go sit outside or go for a walk like stuff like that that clears your head or and like one big piece of advice that i have is sort of just going back to that whole thing of self-acceptance is sort of becoming into like becoming one with your emotions yeah because like you have to be on the same page and, and like as as cheesy as it sounds your heart and your brain have to be on the same page because then then you sort of one you you can think rationally you're not thinking based off of emotions or and i think a, i think a great way of doing that and sort of just being expressive with your emotions or just knowing how you're feeling is journaling that's one thing that I've been That's doing for, that I want to get for into, a while now. I've, I've, I've been doing it since the beginning of 2021. And I, I've come to realize that it helps me so much with just getting things out. Because, like, yes, I'm a very social person. And I love talking to people. But, there, I mean, I'm not going to be talking to people all day. Yeah. There comes and a certain also, point where I'm going to be by myself. And there are also just some things that you're not going to talk to Exactly, about. exactly. And I think that, like, journaling is a great way of just getting everything out. And sort of, it's a great way of closure with yourself because obviously nobody nobody else is reading your journal right and i think that like sort of writing down how you feel and talking about how you feel sort of validates your own emotions right and then once you sort of like reach that for me personally once i reached that point where i was like under where i was validating my emotions i wasn't in my head i wasn't like oh why am i mad or like why am i sad like i shouldn't be mad or i shouldn't be sad once i hit that point then I started then I started immediately feeling better because then then I could sort of be more open to myself and sort of because then like because then there was no more I wasn't holding myself back anymore I would like then I was sort of just like okay let me let me fix the way I let me let me change the way I think because I I had a really like negative outlook on everything and now I've sort of like change the narrative because i it's just like a huge thing it it, it, or sort of is just whatever works for you it's healthy um but for me personally like journaling is probably like the number one thing i recommend because it's just a great way of like sort of becoming like i don't know it's a good outlet it's a good outlet outlet for just spilling stuff and kind of just like one little thing with journaling too i feel like it's also really nice because um you're having a night you journal and everything and then when you're in a better state of mind like a few nights later you look back at whatever you journaled that night and you realize you can you know reflect and you say this wasn't as bad as i thought it was for the future i know if this something like this happens again it's not as bad as i think it is i'm just in my head and i'm just not in a great state of mind and i don't really need to 
respond in the way that I exactly. did. And you kind of, you, you give yourself room to reflect and you give yourself room to kind of, you know, take in whatever happened and just like, I guess, um, I don't know. You just, take, you, like, it, it, the phrasing is really weird for everything that it we're talking hard. about, but you, you kind of just give yourself a little bit of time to take stuff in because you, you can be flexible with your, with yourself. There's no timeline. There's no, uh, rigid structure that you need for this type of stuff. And you just do whatever you need to do for you. And you sort of, and that helps you validate yourself. Exactly. And the, and, and that's kind of the big part of imposter syndrome is that like, you just never feel good enough for yourself. Yeah. But the thing is, once you sort of come to terms with your, like come to terms with your emotions, realize how much progress you've made or just appreciate just how open you, how open you can be with yourself. Then you sort of validate yourself. And then, and then that kind of like, that translates to gives sort of closure. accepting, like it gives you closure and then it sort of translates to accepting how other people view you mm-hmm. or not accepting, but sort of just like, if it's like, like in terms of like compliments and stuff, yeah. if yeah, it is very real, it is very reasonable to, for someone to compliment you and you'd be like, uh, like, I don't really like this. Like, uh, I don't really like that. But myself. then like you can, I guess you can say to yourself, okay, I can like, I can take a compliment. Exactly. Like, like yeah, it could be fake. It could just be because they're being nice, but I can take a compliment and exactly. I can take it for what it is and I can just see it as what it is. I can just see it as a compliment and not as an insult, not as sarcasm, not as something fake, but just as a compliment. Exactly. And that's it. That's all it is. Well, that's not all it is, but... but you get to that point. Yeah, you, like, you it, get it, that it's point. Like, it's, like, it's just progress. Yeah. That's all it really is. And then at the end of the day you know what's best for yourself Mm -hmm. and this is a message that i always push i'm always saying this but the people that you let consume your life now will not be in your life in the future so the only person you really have to please or satisfy is yourself yeah that you should be you should be the priority and not anybody else Mm -hmm. yeah because you're the only you're you're the only person who is guaranteed to stay with you for the rest of your life and if you're not prioritizing that, then you're kind of just screwing yourself over for the rest of your life because you're kind of just being an asshole to yourself. Exactly. You're kind of being an asshole to yourself. Imagine imagine your like your worst bully stuck in your head for the rest of your life. Yeah. No one wants that. All the stuff you think about yourself, imagine someone else saying that to you. No one wants that. Nobody would want that. But, but you see... If you That's were, a really good way of putting right? it. Wow. Right? Oh my God. That was good, right? Good job. Thank you. But if you're but if you're nice to yourself and everything, and you prioritize your mental health and everything, that person's not going to be an asshole to you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. If you're, it's yourself, you you be a nice person. It's like you treat others the way you want to treat. You would want to be treated. You treat yourself the way you would want others to treat you. Exactly. So you just prioritize oh your goodness. mental health. That's a really good way of putting Thank it. Thank you. And I think we just I think <laughs> I kinda, we just leave it at that. Yeah. That was really good. I'm, I'm, oh my I'm god. Oh my god. I'm impressed with myself. Well, that's that's, that's a great it. way to end it. And yeah, I think perfect. that. Um, uh take this with a grain of salt because it's just whatever works for you but yeah at the same time do what you gotta do yeah we're kind of just using this to sort of this validate is our, how you're feeling this is our yeah. journal if you are feeling any sort of way of self-doubt just know that like you are not alone and that a lot of other people feel it too mm-hmm. and that you can always talk to a loved one or a trusted person about it just or, or deal with it yourself or it's journal fun. or journal yeah beautiful whatever way of doing it too literally whatever um, works for you and yeah that's all there really is. And uh, um, if you enjoyed, you can you can follow, follow us. us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, follow us Thanks on any... Thanks for cutting any, me off again. Sorry, you did it last week. 
Um, <laughs> you can wear yellow fever everywhere on everywhere. any any platform, uh, any any podcasting platform. Yeah. yeah, we are yellow fever. You can follow us on Instagram at official yellow fever podcast, where we post updates from time to time, and you can follow us on TikTok at yellow fever podcast, where we post from time to time and, and you get to see what we look like or you, you can see what the only, behind the scenes are the only are. way you'll know if we post or not is if you actually follow us and yes check it out. exactly that's the only way that's our new motto and stay tuned with the podcast you know give us a rating or review or whatever also also um we forgot to mention this in our last episode i think but new uploading schedule is every tuesday we instead did mention of it last every, tuesday well okay last just to Saturday. reiterate um we have a new uploading schedule for anyone who didn't check out last episode if you didn't i think you should it was fun it was great. every tuesday it was funny and it was fun it's funny it was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah so every tuesday instead of every saturday it's kind of just easier for us to do that and also, but you, you can also listen to it on saturdays if you want exactly the episodes will still be out also stay tuned because there might be something coming might, there might, might be, be something big might be and something if it's big. not something big it's still something that's it's fun. still something big so regar- no matter what happens with us just stay just, tuned just stay tuned stay tuned because something super exciting we are working We're on something we are working about. on something that we are both very excited about and i'm not going to spill only, too much information you'll only know about tuned. it if you stay tuned and if you Follow listen us. just stuff like that keep updated and that's it yeah um that's all there is we'll see you guys next week yeah. and until then you know, stay healthy, Have a great stay week. safe, Have fun stay in school funny if and you're stay in school. fun. Stay funny and stay fun. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you Woo-hoo. next week.